Welcome, everyone, to It's Fine, an official podcast of Broken Arrow Public Schools on the AeroVision Network. I'm your host, Adam J. Foreman, Assistant Director of Fine Arts, and today it's all fine arts all the time with our vocal music folks. So welcome, everybody. Thanks for having us. Yes, thanks for being here. Before we get into it, this episode is brought to you by our One Club sponsors, First National Bank of Broken Arrow, TTCU Federal Credit Union, Ascension St. John, Tulsa Bona Joint, and the Arrow Group. And like I said before, today's episode is all about the vocal music program here at Broken Arrow, featuring three amazing guests today. And we'll start with the man to my right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, Justin Rosser, Director of Choral Activities. Welcome. Hello, everybody. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Well, you have you? great hair, so I'm just super jealous right off the bat. Looks good on camera, too. <laughs> <laughs> Across from me, we have Emma Cantrell, Associate Director of Choral Activities. Welcome, Emma. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here here we're living the living the good life today that's right and then um i wouldn't say to my right to my diagonal here mr daniel taylor assistant choir director welcome daniel it's an honor it's an honor see i love it love your enthusiasm so we (laughs) talked about uh already that vocal music you guys are all vocal music uh aficionados is what i'm gonna call you today and uh we're just gonna talk about all kinds of stuff but before we do that we're gonna talk about you so justin we're gonna start with you tell us about your educational background and your journey of teaching from where you started to where you are today you got it i am a ba lifer i'm a multi-generational ba lifer my grandparents went to school in broken arrow so BA is home. You're a legacy. Uh, Yes, that's true. (laughs) In my own mind, anyways. (laughs) And then I went to Oklahoma City University and studied music education. And then I started teaching a couple of years after I graduated in Sepulpa. And I was able to come home to Broken Arrow in 2006. And I've been here ever since. I've been at the high school since 2011. And a couple of years ago, I received my master's in music education from Southeastern Oklahoma State University. So... That's kind of my journey. Um, this is my 20th year teaching. Oh, congratulations. I can't believe I made it that long. Yes. Two decades. Oh. That's phenomenal. Do you think I'll make it to 40? I think you will. <laughs> I can feel it in my heart. <laughs> That's very good. Quite impressive there. And and what and you've taught everything, right? I've taught sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, and all of um, high school level two. Um, general music, choir, tenor bass choirs, treble choirs, mixed choirs, show choirs. Jazz All the choirs. choirs. Yeah. When you say choir that many times, it kind of starts losing its meaning. <laughs> <laughs> say it five more times. Vocal music. <laughs> Emma, what about you? Let's talk about your educational journey. I was born in Oklahoma City, and I grew up in Edmond, and then moved to Broken Arrow in second grade. So I'm a Broken Arrow alum as well, but not a lifer. Um, and I went to Park Lane Elementary, and then Haskell, and then graduated from Broken Arrow, and then I went to the University of Tulsa, where I got my Bachelor of Music Education uh, graduated in 2017, came right back to Broken Arrow, started teaching at Onita Ridge Middle School, which I love, and that's a great campus. And then after two years there, came to the high school. Now this is my fourth year. And you were a student of Mr. Rosser's, isn't I that was correct? A student, that's right. And you came back again on I came purpose. Back again on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> See that that just speaks of you there, or, highly. Or, or I just twisted her arm and said, yeah, <laughs> "Please, please come please here." Come. <laughs> We are a good team. We That's a good right. Team. All right. And Mr. Daniel, tell us about you. Since you're the new guy on the block, give us give us the scoop about you. So I'm from Oklahoma City. Uh, I went to Putnam City North High School. Um, and then I went to Oklahoma City University for two years and decided to transfer to Oklahoma State. Uh, moved up to Stillwater. Got my Bachelor of Music in Music Education. Um, and then I student taught at Broken Arrow High School and took a job at the Freshman Academy right after student teaching. That was right at uh, spring of 2020, 
Oh, right when the fun began. It was awesome. My first year of teaching was pandemic year. So I don't know how I made it through that, but I'm glad that I'm back here. I had to move back to Oklahoma City after my first year. So this is my third year of teaching. So trial by fire in that first year. You know? My goodness. Try it not really to get was. Burnt. But that means if you can get through that, you can get through anything. You can do it all. I really feel like I can. Well, and, and I try not to beat the pandemic thing to death, but you guys as music teachers had to adapt a lot during those, really, the two years. How was that, doing that, going from everyday instruction in class to not being able to do that? You just cannot have a rehearsal virtually. It's impossible. Did so you try? We did try, and it was horrific. <laughs> and I said, yeah. we're, we're just going to have to do individual technique with the kids and make sure that they're you know, getting some um, literacy skills. And actually, that was a great thing. The kids have been able to read, at least my high school students. have. Uh, I'm not sure about anybody else, but... They are um, stronger readers now, so we've been able to actually put a ton of music in front of them already. So I'm going to give the pandemic a check plus right there. They allowed me to really get my kids' basic skills in, in line. And by reading, for those who don't know, do you mean like sight reading, like notes? Yes. yes. Ah. Notes, pitches, and rhythms, and, and it's kind of impressive how much improvement they did receive because of that. So Interesting. Yeah. Because you probably had to teach a little bit more theory stuff than, than vocal. I'm trying to imagine what a what a Zoom rehearsal looks like. What did that What did that look like? Was it just? Well, we have actually right before the pandemic, we had started using something called Music First, which has Sight Reading Factory in it. So we're able to go in and, and assign our students sight reading activities where it plays their starting pitch and then they have to read it and it records them. And then the computer sends it back to us and we grade it so we can hear them and see. That's phenomenal. Yeah. And we can actually play the correct answer along with them too if we need to. And you can hear how close to accurate the students are. So that's really helpful because they can use that tool. So they were able to see individually how close they were to being accurate. And I think for a lot of kids, that was a wake-up call of, oh, I'm not really <laughs> I thought I had good I pitch. I right. don't really have good pitch, but now I really know. Absolutely. So uh, with your vocal music program here at the high school, it's kind of the culmination of all the amazing music classes that the kids take, which me personally, I was a music class kid when I was in elementary school. That was my favorite day of the week. Like, get me to music class. Me too. Um, I, so what are all the various choirs and classes and whatnot that they can be involved in once they reach the secondary level? What do you guys do? Tell me tell me what you do on a daily basis. Well, at middle school, they can take um, a tenor bass choir. They can take a treble choir or they can take um, a show choir, which is their mixed organization. And those are the classes that you can take across the board at every at all middle schools. Mm -hmm. And when they get to the freshman academy, it's pretty much the same thing. Just the expectations are a little more intense for the freshmen. And then by the time they get here, we offer a class called Vocal Studio, which is allows a lot of individual um, growth. And, and basically, it's like a private lesson once a week with um, all three of us. We didn't get to offer it this year, but we are going to offer it again next year. And we have we brought back Vocal Jazz. It was um, took a hiatus for a few years. And now How it's How come? I, th there just wasn't a lot of interest in it. But right. I, I, the, yeah, the kids that we have now are very interested in all aspects of singing. So they are really excited about it. And they're very good. So what's the difference between a vocal jazz choir and just a kind of ensemble choir? Like what's what's the flavoring on that one? Well, vocal jazz is a lot more exposed. Uh, there's less people in the ensemble. So less people on a part. You really. So you can't mess up. <laughs> I mean, you can. They'll hear it very we'll distinctly. It, right, right. it takes a lot more effort, a lot more practice, a lot more dedication, a lot more thinking. Right. So that's how we challenge the kids in jazz choir. It's also a different style of singing completely from anything else that we do. 
I always was told that it was the, the spicy notes when you're in vocal <laughs> jazz choirs, the fun ones that when you're singing it alone, you're like, this sounds so weird. But when you combine it with all, you're like, oh, I get it now. So uh, those those middle school choirs and the freshman academy all translate to the high school. And then when you said show choir, I, I think people automatically think dance. Is that also a part of it? Emma? Absolutely, yeah. yeah, is, yeah. There's such dance. Right now, actually, we have choreographers in town from Iowa and Nebraska, Lexi Robson and Braxton Carr, and they're in town right now. This is their third week with Broken Arrow show choirs. Um, they started with the freshman Tiger Momentum and then moved to Tiger Rhythm, and they're still finishing up with their show this year, which is going to be amazing. We're excited to share that soon. And then now this week they're working with Tiger Mystique. Now, how intensive are these 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 choreography classes? They are choreography. <laughs> Your face says it all. Yeah. Uh, they're about nine to ten hours per rehearsal, depending on the day. So uh, they'll go from one to nine, one to ten, whatever is necessary, just up to the choreographers and how much they have to get done while they're here, depending on the show, too. Well, and I've walked into your rehearsals, and I don't think people realize all, like, the physicality that happens with your singers. Like it's not just, you're going to park and bark. They are like doing warmups and they are working out and doing calisthenics. And like, how important is that to the overall singing? Well, I think when you, when you consider singing in general, you, you have to be healthy to make a good sound come out of you. And part of that is having a, you know, a conditioned physique mm -hmm. physically. And with the dancing element and the, and the requirements that we put on them, they really need to, be able to have stamina to last for a 15 to 20 minute show. So I think that's the biggest thing that we want to get for them is to have that physical health to make a, a good sound and to have stamina to last a 20 minute dancing, intensive dancing show. Well, we all know that singing and, and dancing at the same time is real fun. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Yeah. What, what I ask of the kids, I'm not sure I could do it. I can barely walk next Absolutely. to somebody, have a conversation like, hold on a minute. Ugh. It feels a lot like getting on the treadmill and then trying to sing a Beyonce song. Right. So, yeah. Do the one where she modulates six times right. at the end. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. What are you doing? And for those who don't know, modulation means no. We have to teach that. I, I'm not, I'm not the expert on that, that's for sure. So we talked earlier about kids at the elementary school doing music. How important is that for that foundation for them to, to learn music starting in kindergarten and before they get to you? I just want to give a huge shout out to elementary music teachers. I think our success really hinges on what they do with those students to get them excited about being in a music class, to teach them fundamental skills in a way that, excuse me, in a way that um, is engaging and enlightening for those young people. I, as you said earlier, I loved music class. I loved my music teachers. I remember lessons that we had with Oh them. yeah. And so I just think it's extremely vital to have healthy and strong programs at the elementary it, for, for all of us, for orchestra, band, choir, um, it's just, it's paramount, I think. Do you guys want to add to that? It's amazing what they do as well, because they don't even, depending on the site, of course, but they don't even see every kid every single day. And last year, I was the clinician for the fifth grade choral festival, and you wouldn't believe the kids, every single kid knew every single note and rhythm. They had choreography. They came so prepared, and they knew everything um, from every single site. So that was really impressive. And the kids have so much fun. Yeah. So I think that's kind of the tie into... You know, when they go into middle school, they need to have something that they enjoy to feel connected in such a big campus. So I know for me as well, music was where that was at for me. And I think it's interesting because literacy is just like the cherry on top of everything that they do because it starts with 
physicality, even just stomping and walking in place to the beat without speeding up or slowing down is the biggest thing they start with from kindergarten all the way to fifth grade. Um, it's, it's coordination of body parts. It's hearing other people performing around you and, and being in a tight knit community that way, learning folk songs, dance, um, learning things about themselves, about the world, about weather patterns, numbers, how to all that from music. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, how to sit Absolutely. Still. It <laughs> connects true. both parts of your brain, both yeah. hemispheres. Well, and you touched on them seeing every kid. They truly do see every single kid in that school. I did the math once, and I think they see each kid less than 40 times a year, and they're able to accomplish so much. I, I really have wow. so much respect for elementary teachers. And Broken Arrow Public Schools has some of the finest elementary music teachers in Oklahoma. Well, and when you say music, they probably, they're not just vocal, but they also teach band, they teach orchestra, they, they're the main palette of all that That's stuff. Right. That's right. Yeah, big ups to them because, you know, kids are fun. <laughs> <laughs> elementary kids are fun. <laughs> you have to definitely be called into that job. Yeah. From something larger than yourself. For they sure. all have a special place in heaven. Absolutely. That's for sure. So, Daniel, you do something really great, and please, everybody, weigh in on this. But you teach an adaptive music class. Tell people what that is. So, I teach two adaptive music classes at the high school. That is uh, general music for kids with special needs, um, and it's a very varied range of needs and abilities. So essentially, it's a lot of games, a lot of elementary school uh, music activities that I bring in, um, and I can modify as much as I want for different skill levels. Not everyone can participate, and that's totally fine. Participation can even just be experiencing or listening. Right, observing. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I like to play a lot of music that's on the radio, and we, we do different physical activities, keeping the walking, moving, um, looking, uh, different things to, to make sure that kids are understanding, okay, music's playing, and their demeanor changes. In these Interesting. Kids. I've heard from all of the teacher helpers that come in that they say music is every kid's favorite uh, hour of the day. I don't, not, yeah, that's, I totally believe that 100%. And totally Daniel's awesome. amazing with them. I got to witness that a, a couple of times over the last few weeks, and he's having as much fun as they are. So it's just, it's a it's a nice energy in that room. So everybody's cup's getting filled that in that hour that you're with them. And you said it it, it spans the range of, of special needs. So there's people who are very engaged, some people that are, are kind of reticent. So how do you how do you balance that as a, as a teacher? It takes a lot of individual work. I spend most of that time floating around the room going to each individual person. Um, I have kids in there that are bound to wheelchairs. Uh, I have kids in there that are nonverbal. I have some kids that are deaf, that are blind, that are blind and deaf. Um, wow. How do you teach music for that? That's incredible. So That's incredible. I have one person that is blind and deaf, um, and she experiences music through physicality. And through touch and beat and probably all, yeah when you when you are born without senses or you lose senses other senses get very over uh sensitized um so for her touch is highly sensitive especially in her fingers so um i use a tennis ball if i can because it's soft it's round there's no sharp edges and i just feel on her chair with her wherever she's sitting um recently her her um her assistant her aide is also deaf 
has gotten her to stand up and actually dance. Wow. To the beat of music. How do you hold your composure together in a moment like that? I don't. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I just got goosebumps just hearing that story. Stomping left and right. Oh, that's incredible. Wow. It's pretty amazing. So really, if people have an opportunity, they need to come in and experience one of these classes. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. So with that and all the other programs, what is this year's program like this year? What are the some you know different events, ideas, contests, things like that that have been going on with with the vocal music this year? Well, we started our year at first with a show choir retreat and some all state camp and show choir camp and things like that. So our kids have already really spent a lot of time bonding, getting to know each other. And then we had a retreat for our regular choral union on level choir class. And that was great. Something that we kind of got to learn about all the kids. We asked them what draws them all to choir since it's an elective. And they all said it was just so meaningful for them, especially after the pandemic, participating in something that was beautiful and that took more than just sitting in a desk. So probably craved being around each other too and just having that community. Yeah, and we found actually Justin had a great idea. We have these little cards now that we give out to some of our students that have the pillars that they created for the year and the pillars that hold up our our whole environment are just community, art, and all of the things that they love. So they're Personal really growth. enjoying it. Yeah. Pers- oh, that's a good one. I think we all need that one. Yes. Absolutely. And I, I had a friend of mine design those. Yeah, cards. he sounds they're great. <laughs> Give me his number. I love them. They're awesome. I think you have it. <laughs> well, and, and also your kids were performing and busy before the school year even got started. I got to see them on two different occasions perform. And I think that's important for people in this district to see them perform because everybody's kind of in their schools and not really seeing it. So when they see that fruits of your labor, I mean, I have to say that was the highlight of kickoff for me was oh, your, yeah. where's your kids performing. You know, get get some energy in that room. So uh, you got some contests you're going to go to later this year, like including a big one I hear. That's the rumor I hear. There's several that we're going to. Yeah, give me, give me the rundown. Well, the, one of the things that's not related to show choir, but it is related to a concert choir, is um, Tiger Rhythm also uh, functions as a chamber choir, and they were selected as an OKMEA honor choir, and they'll be performing at the state convention for other students who are there for all state purposes and uh, – state music teachers so that's very exciting it's the first time that this has ever happened for this group ever 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 ever. okay to my knowledge ever for those who don't know what is okmea okmea is oklahoma music education association or educators association and it's the convention um that kind of governs um activities for choral music so everybody's there like the who's who is there everybody's there band teachers orchestra teachers choir teachers and your kids get the honor of performing for them really fantastic it's It's also extremely intimidating (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you're not easily intimidated okay (laughs) i'll just jump in and say they and he greatly deserve it because their audition was beautiful last year and we got to record it at a concert and i was impressed because parents were there to hear it when when we recorded and took that final audition recording and they were so silent oh wow beautiful that's a miracle in itself getting the parents to be quiet (laughs) right when an audience in general i mean there's some movement constantly of course yeah we're all humans i've shuffled 300 times sitting in this chair today i saw when justin announced that they had received that honor a couple parents were like i was there they were so excited about that so so that's a big deal that's in february correct yes oh no excuse me it's the end of january january yes and you guys want to talk about the show choir contest we're going to 
Yeah, and before that also, we're bringing back something really cool this year, which is our Broken Arrow Public Schools Choral Festival. So we'll have one day that is every single student in choir in Broken Arrow from middle school to high school, so grades 6 through 12, that will perform at one performance at the PAC, and that's October 27th. So we're excited about that. That'll be a huge concert as well. I wish that we could have a, a space to, to have all of these choirs um, perform in one Concert setting, Ooh, yeah. we're going to have to overlap because yes. I think we'll fill it twice with and parents. That's friends. not a bad problem to have. Not, problem to have. not at all. So we'll have one junior high performance that day and then one high school performance. And you guys also have little concerts here and there scattered. Though you got a thing called a cookie walk, I've heard. <laughs> what is this yeah. cookie walk you speak of? It's pretty cool. It's it's a it's a fundraiser for vocal music. Um, the students and their parents uh, have in, historically they've made cookies or fudge or cake balls or some you know festive holiday right something, something fun something fattening and wonderful yes and then we have it all splayed out all over the pac lobby and decorate it make it look beautiful the pac is already decorated for christmas so it just it's a perfect win-win hello and we we've had the jazz choir stroll through and sing you know christmas carols while people come in and purchase some delicious holiday treats we also have a silent auction and that's pretty amazing we have a wide array of donations for that silent auction so even if choir music isn't your thing i say come get some cookies and bid on some silent auction things and then come see our amazing kids yeah, exactly yeah yeah the, you can the get, ultimate yes the ultimate but you could get some christmas shopping done and and enjoy broken earl's high school choirs so. i was just about to say christmas shopping you can get that done pretty quickly there if you right. wanted to Something amazing is happening um, Sunday, October the 9th, right around the corner, is that our vocal jazz choir, they've just named themselves Tiger Dissonance, which if you don't Tiger know what dissonance. dissonance is, that's exactly what Adam was talking about, is those crispy, beautiful chords in music where dissonance. everything is close together and, and just beautiful and warm. So they're going to be uh, working in a master class with the iconic and very world-famous The Manhattan Transfer, and this will be their 50th and final tour ever and they are coming to work with our kids that day so our kids are losing it over that as a bonus note it's their first concert since the pandemic wow the manhattan transfer has yeah so no pressure at <laughs> all for these kids but it's the first time the manhattan transfer has performed together since the pandemic oh the kids are terrified and excited and everywhere <laughs> they're so thrilled so i'm just happy they know who the manhattan transfer is that makes me very happy yes i'm sure you have ingrained that in them like well, this is who they are they are amazing <laughs> do you understand yeah. Now tell me about the big thing happening next spring. Apparently there's something big happening. That's the. Are that's you talking the, about the trip to California? I'm talking about the trip to California. That is correct. We will be competing at William Hart High School, which is in northern Los Angeles area. But our kids are going for a few days. They'll get to see the ocean. Some of our kids have never seen the ocean. Um, the, some of our kids have never ridden on an airplane. We'll oh, wow. We're flying. So they're going to get a, a potentially a lot of first. We will visit the place where the, the big mouse is famous. Disneyland. I have no idea what you're talking about. Right, that's, I was going to say Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> that would be cool too. <laughs> that would be that cool. Would be. So you know, but we've gone in a few years. A few, a few years ago, we went and we took them to like Venice Beach, where they could see the pier. Is that what it's called? No, the Santa Monica Pier. Yes. Venice Beach is right down the road. Yes. Um, and they've been to the uh, observatory. The I forget the name of it. Griffith. 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 Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. it's absolutely amazing. It's if you so ever get awesome. to go to L. A go to the observatory it's it's it sounds kind of lame and boring but it's amazing well, it looked beautiful when adele did her um, concert up there last year so yeah that, that's how you hooked those kids in adele stood right here. right and there were some scenes from <laughs> la la land filmed at that observatory, correct so the yeah kids were running around like for all of us very old people uh paula abdul did her music video in the 90s up yes. there too straight up <laughs> yes 
<laughs> Rush Rush was the song. Yeah, I love Rush so Rush. old. Yeah, it was shot there anyway. No, well, that's exciting. That's Good for exciting. Those. Yeah, I have to say at the observatory, we go when it's starting to be dusk and the sun goes down, and you can literally see all of LA lit up on the back uh, observatory. It's 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 a, a great trip. I I probably should just tag along. That just sounds like an idea. Please come with us. Now it's on film that's, and that sounds podcast. like a great I, idea. Yes. When we went to New York last year, we went to the top of the rock, uh, the Rockefeller Center in New York City. I've done that. Isn't that fun? It was so beautiful. Yeah, it was yes. beautiful, but I was terrified. It was freezing. It was very too. windy. And I thought, am I going to just fly off of this building? Right. Well, they, then they have glass walls that are like 10 feet tall in front of you. So that's comforting, but it is so gorgeous. Yeah. You know, they get to see, they experience a lot of life in our program. And, and we I think take that's, pride in that. Uh, yeah, we do. And I think that's really important that. Yes, they're going to be amazing singers. Yes, they're going to be amazing performers. But we want them to have an experience that makes them amazing humans. And, that, and part of that is traveling and seeing that the, the entire world doesn't function as Broken Arrow does. Well, some of them may end up right back out there in That's L.A. Right. after their that might be their final destination. So you could inspire someone that that trip to, to head back out there. So let's talk about the future of music education. More importantly, vocal music education. What do you guys see? What do you want? What's the dream for you? Well, I think a dream for me is to have, you know, double or triple the participation in the program. Love to see kids from all walks of life come and be a part of choir because that's the great thing about choir. You've got your voice inside of you. It's it's who you it's in there. You don't have to bring anything else beside you. And I think, you know, if you look at um, some national trends, a lot of schools are doing some um, music sound engineering. And I think that could be a part of the program. I'm not just. That creates a job mm -hmm. later in life right. for those kids. But for me, I, I definitely want to see the program just explode with growth. And, and what about you guys? Absolutely the same for me. I know when we walk through the halls, I'm thinking, man, a lot of these kids could benefit from something like this. Just a community like this that does provide so much fun for them and an outlet and something creative that makes them part of it, something bigger than themselves. Daniel? Um, no pressure. These are great <laughs> answers. <laughs> I, I hope that future generations realize how much vocal music education plays a part in the pop singers that they, that oh, they listen to. I know Billie Eilish has a song on her album, Happier Than Ever, called Goldwing, that literally quotes a choral piece that she sang in high school. And she said in an interview that she used solfege to like work out different notes so she could record it herself, all by herself acapella. And... Just to know that Billie Eilish was in choir. Yeah. Ariana Grande that, was in choir. Right. And those of you Paul Abdul, no. Paul Abdul was in choir, pentatonics. She gets two Absolutely. shots this time. Um, well, and I, I think a lot of these kids don't realize that just because they're famous and they're singing doesn't mean they don't go to a vocal coach every week and still continue their lessons over and Absolutely. over again. Yeah. But it had to start somewhere. I, I remember um, asking kids randomly, like, hey, come be in choir. And they all would say, I don't know how to sing. And my comment would be, well, did you know how to do geometry before you went into geometry? It's Ooh, okay. that's good. We'll take every single kid, regardless of ability, come be in our program, just have a willing heart and be prepared to, you know, do something that maybe is outside of your comfort zone. And because there's three of us, there's enough people to have individual time with kids that don't feel like they can did you hear that students you need to get into to vocal music would love stat all to be there. These three humans will take care of you. Well, we're going to wrap up. That flew by pretty fast, didn't it? I mean, yeah. just when you're having fun and just yapping. But uh, is there anything you want to say before we close? Anybody have any just like final thoughts, random thoughts? You can find a lot of our information about performances on the Broken Arrow Performing Arts website, Performing Arts Center website. 
we um, also have it on um, our web, our, our, our brokenerequire.com. If you can't find our calendar, there are email addresses there. We'd love to have people come to our concerts that maybe haven't before. So come check us out. Awesome. Anything? Thank you. anything? No, oh, yes. Thank you for she seconds that. Yes, thank you so much for coming. Uh, this has been It's Fine, a broadcast of the Aerovision Network for Broken Republic Schools, and we will see you next time. <laughs>